Would you like to get ahead with your summer content? If so, then you are in luck. I'm Janet Murray. I'm a content and online business strategist. And in this episode of the Courageous Content Podcast, I'm going to share a ton of ideas for July. And they're all linked to awareness days and key dates. So if you have a copy of my Courageous Content Planner, then it will help you see how you can take the four styles of content I recommend in your planner and turn them into content to promote your business. But don't worry, even if you don't, you will still get tons from this episode and it will save you a lot of time. So first up, there's Tell the Truth Day, and that's on July the 7th. This is the perfect opportunity to blow the lid of common myths or misconceptions about your industry and or products or services like yours. For example, common myths about, so insert number, common myths about, insert myths or misconception, instant post or blog post there. An alternative might be the truth about, insert common myths or misconception. If you have a copy of my Courageous Content Planner, you'll know I recommend four styles of content. These are news and trends. So this is typically where you're giving advice, you're solving people's problems, answering their questions, but you're doing so in a timely or relevant manner. So you might be linking to a current or timely event or using an awareness day or key date from your planner. Then you've got inspire content. So this is where you're doing just that. You're inspiring your audience. You're making them feel better. You're often reassuring them. And this is actually where I put sales content. So instead of thinking about selling your products or services, how about reframing that and thinking about inspiring people to take the next step with you? And that's why I consider sales content to be inspire content. Then you've got community content. This is all about bringing your audience closer to you, building that relationship, nurturing. So this type of content is often really great for Facebook groups, for Instagram stories, not so great on your Instagram grid, but it's often about quick fire questions, starting conversations, not necessarily about business, just building that relationship with your ideal customers or clients. And then there's educate content. So this is similar to news and trends in that you're sharing advice and tips and you're helping people solving their problems. The difference is that educate content could run or be published at any time of the year, whereas with news and trends, it needs to be published at a particular time for it to be relevant. So for example, this podcast episode on content ideas for July, it probably wouldn't be so helpful for me to publish this for you in August when July has finished or even partway through July. I'm publishing it in mid-June, or I think it will be the third week of June, So you've got time to listen to the podcast and to think about your ideas and create content for July. So those two examples I've just shared, common myths about or the truth about, I would consider those to be educate posts. But actually, if they were a little bit controversial or challenging, they could also be community content because you'd be sharing your opinions and really showing who you are, what you stand for, bringing that audience closer. However, if you wanted to turn it into a news and trends post, you could simply link it to a timely event. So in July, there's the Tour de France, there's the British Open. If sport isn't your thing, there's plenty of other things going on in July that might be more relevant to your business, to your industry, to your product or service. So you just need to give it that timeliness, that relevance to make it into a news and trends post. But do remember that you don't have to use awareness days literally. They can be used just to inspire ideas. So for example, I did a series of podcast episodes in early 2022 on the online business industry. So a couple of episodes that come to mind there, which I'll link to in the show notes, is it time to shake up the online coaching industry? 
Is the obsession with six and seven bigger businesses harmful? They would both have worked really well for Tell the Truth Day. And by the way, don't forget that Awareness Days can also be used to help you repurpose content. It's not always about creating new content. Republishing posts, podcasts and blogs to coincide with relevant Awareness Days and key dates is a great way to save time and make each piece of content you create go further. And I think it's particularly relevant over the summer when you might be looking to take some time off and maybe even take some time off social media completely. Next up, there's National Simplicity Day on July the 11th. This is the perfect opportunity to create a post about how you can simplify the lives of your prospective or current clients, perhaps with the products or services you sell. But you could also create posts on ways to simplify whatever it might be that your ideal customer or client wants to simplify. So a typical post for me might be something like insert number, ways to simplify your insert something your ideal customers or clients would love to simplify or simple ways to And then obviously you would then add whatever it is that you know they would like to simplify. So they're both examples of educate content to turn them into a news and trends content. Again, you just need to link it to something timely and relevant. I mean, arguably using the awareness day, if you decide to use it, makes it a news and trends post because it makes it timely and relevant. But you could also create posts like five ways to simplify your business processes so you can take the summer off. That makes it timely and relevant. Or three ways to simplify your curly girl hair routine when you're on holiday. Or simple craft activities under tens can do in the summer holidays. You can also create community style posts about the simple things in life that bring you joy. For example, you could share a favourite simple recipe or a song that makes you smile or makes you think about your childhood and invite your followers to share theirs. That kind of content is quite nice for Facebook groups, but also for Instagram stories, LinkedIn polls, Twitter, those kind of posts are quick and easy to create too. Then we've got National Sleepyhead Day on July the 15th. People love talking about sleep, so this is always a winning topic. If it's relevant, you can actually share advice and tips on sleep that are relevant to your audience and that could work as both a news and trends post or an educate style post. So if you're using the awareness day, that would make it news and trends. But again, you can make it timely and relevant just by adding something more seasonal. So for example, as I'm recording this, it's boiling hot in the UK and uh, we do like to complain about the hot weather. We complain about not having it and then complain about having it. So I've seen lots of content recently about how to sleep in hot weather or what to do if you're not sleeping during the hot summer months. If none of that feels relevant to you, you could raise some issues people mustn't go to sleep on. You might have heard that phrase, you know, don't go to sleep on, and that could be a challenging or even controversial issue in your industry or space or one that relates to your product or service. And that would be an example of an inspire content because you're sharing an opinion, you're building that relationship, you're letting your audience know what you stand for. For a quick community style post, for a Facebook group, Instagram story, that kind of thing, you can simply ask how much sleep do you get each night? Where do you like to sleep? Do you have a side of the bed that you like to sleep on if you have a partner? And do you sleep on it when you're not with your partner? A question that's always a winner for me is, are you a night owl or an early bird? And again, that one makes a really quick community style post for Twitter, LinkedIn polls, although I'm not so keen on LinkedIn polls. I think they're a bit overused. Instagram stories, but not so much for Instagram grids. 
Finally, there's World Emoji Day on July the 17th. I love this one. On World Emoji Day, you can ask your community which emoji they use for particular purposes or the one they use the most often. If you can make it relevant to your industry or space, then brilliant. One of my favourite examples of this is from podcasting expert Charlotte Foster, who simply asked her audience what was the right emoji for podcasting. And by the way, I've added some of the examples I've mentioned in the blog post that goes alongside this episode. For a news or trend style post on this subject, you could talk about new emojis or summer emojis or emojis that are particularly relevant in July or during the golf open or during the Tour de France or whatever might be relevant to you in your business. I definitely recommend following the World Emoji Day account on Twitter for all the latest emoji news. It's really fun. These type of posts are brilliant for community posts, asking questions, getting people involved in conversations, a bit of fun. We don't always have to be talking about business. In fact, sometimes if that's all we do, our audience can switch off because they like to do business with people. So all great examples of community content. So I hope you found that useful. If you'd like some more ideas on how to use Awareness Days to inspire content ideas for your business, I have a couple of podcast episodes which explain it in a bit more depth. So we've got non-cheesy ways to use Awareness Days in your social media posts and three myths about using Awareness Days in your content, some of which I've covered in this episode, but I do go into more detail. And if you found this episode useful, I would love you to tell me what you loved about it. Or even if there was something else that you wish I had covered, the best way to connect with me is on Instagram. I'm at Jan Murray UK. 